Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Hi. Podcast. My name is Mark. That understated intro, that understated self-intro was Miles. How's it going, Miles? Uh, actually, kind of bad. Oh. We're also joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hi. How's it going with you? Uh, it could be better. What's wrong? I don't, I feel a little sick. Oh, okay. Miles, what's going on? Um, everyone in my house has COVID-19. Oh, oh you all got COVID now? You have COVID too? I don't, I, no, I am what? still negative, but I just mm. feel like it's a matter of time. Yeah. Oh, that's no good. Like, yeah. I don't, like, what am I supposed to do? Should I move yeah. out? Do you guys think I should move out? <laughs> You're on your own, family. <laughs> I think you should just take a box of like goldfish crackers or something into your room. Take like a jug of water. Get some tape. And just tape the door. Not shut, but like tape like a seal of your doorway so you can kind of see through. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just a hazmat hazmat suit around your house. Oh, there's that. Okay. That's what you should All right. Yeah, I'll get... I have one. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> I, I moved on from you, Miles, uh, in part because I think a lot about how... I, I don't know how much of the country it is or how much of the world, but I just love that in our neck of the woods, you look at people so it's not awkward and you go, hey, how you doing? And they go, how you doing? Say, hey, how are you? Hey, how's it going? And you don't answer. And I think it's fine to say, good, how are you? That kind of thing. But I don't know how I feel at, like, there are certain times when I'm like, oh, that's interesting that that's going on with you. But for the most part, I'm like, I don't really care. I'm just going to move on. (laughs) I just wanted to pass you on the way to the bathroom and not have a weird stare. Yeah, I think if you're just using it to, like, greet someone, then you're not supposed to give a real answer. But if you, like, are, hang like, you're having lunch with someone that you haven't seen in a while. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. ha- hey, how are you doing? That's not a greeting necessarily. You could actually tell them how you're doing, you know? So it depends. I think it's a little different down here, though, because I am used to saying, how you doing? And a lot of time, like, not all the time, but like half the time, I'll, I'll get a, I'm doing very well. How are you? And I'm like, I don't mm. want to talk to you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Have you guys ever done a thing? I'm trying to remember if it is with how are you or if it's with a different type of intro. Where you say like, how you doing? And they go, I'm good. How are you? And then I'll be like, I'm good. How are you? Like I accidentally bounce it back for the third volley yeah. when there is, yeah, there's no try. reason to do that. Like have things changed in the last quarter of a second? Um, that happened to me today. That happened to me today actually. Someone was like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, pretty good. How are you? And then they like answered the question. Like they gave like a full kind of like about uh, Monday, whatever. And then they said, how are you again? And I was like, all right, I guess I have to say something now. Because <laughs> I said, like, I already said good, how are you? But... I like to think they were like, that, now's my chance to actually get an answer. <laughs> you fucking yeah. tell me how you're really doing. Yeah, because you after someone gives you like a long answer, you can't just be like, I'm good. Anyway. <laughs> um, you know? Yeah, so I don't, I guess that's, so do you think it is kind of a regional thing, Miles? Do you think that you miss the greater New York metro area mindset? I think in the greater New York metro area, how you doing specifically does not mean how you doing. Yeah. We don't want to know. 
Like I think in yeah. in China, like Mandarin speaking China, when if they say ni hao ma, I don't think they actually answer each other, right? That's got to be another one. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be another one. Anybody listening to this speak Chinese and can tell me that if you actually tell people what you've eaten that day? What you eaten? Like it's have you eaten, right? Uh-huh. So I guess you could just say yes. Wait, what's how you eat? Ni hao ma. That's what that means? Yes. I thought ni hao was hello. But it I believe it literally means have you eaten. Oh. You got me you got me fucking second guessing myself. Miles, do you have any idea? Am I am I telling the truth? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, you have no idea. Okay, great. Ah, oh, God. Now I have to fucking Google this. I've never this. heard that. I think you're wrong. <laughs> you think I'm wrong? I think you're wrong. The literal translation is, you, you're you okay? What? Uh, you're, you might be thinking of something else. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, tell us all about it, Mark. Just means you okay. Well, this goes way into it. What the fuck is have you eaten? Have you eaten greeting? Ah. Oh. In some parts of China, you say, and they sh- they put five characters. So it's not ni hao ma. It is a different phrase. And some Koreans do it too. Oh, and there's a... Oh, fil- but, they, but they use it to say, like, how are you done? It's just like... Yeah, it's just like, uh, oh, it, you don't say it like passing in the street or something. Mm. But apparently, Miles, there's also a Filipino one. Of did you eat? Yeah, he says on the streets. Is it kumain ka? Yes, well, kuma, kumain ka naba. Hmm. Oh, did you eat yet? Yeah. So you had an analog for this and you didn't bring it up? Um. Yeah. Okay. It does also say, but on the streets, musta or kamusta is used. Mm-hmm. From the that, Spanish. That sounds like como esta. It's supposed to. Uh, well, it's not supposed to. It just does. It just does. Uh, Thanks, Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but apparently, yeah, Thailand, they say it, and a bunch of places they say, have you eaten, have you had rice yet? Mm. I don't know if you answer. Mm. And I can't just read Reddit the entire podcast. That so. sounds to me like I wonder if it's contextual. Like, do you do you say that to someone on the street, or is it like someone comes to your house and you're like, "Have you eaten?" Because you I have think a, you have a plate of food ready for them if they haven't eaten. <laughs> you know, I think it's that maybe Marcus. Someone said it's like if you visit someone's house. Yeah, that makes more sense. And nihao ma just means like you okay, <laughs> but that's a question. You're good. You good? Oh, okay. As an informal greeting, Chinese people like to use "chi le ma," which means "Have you eaten yet?" Mm. Uh, it is possible he or she is not issuing an invitation, but merely starting a conversation with mm. you. But yeah, they maybe just want to have a conversation about food. Maybe you are supposed to answer it genuinely, but that doesn't mean this person is going to feed you. I don't know. There's so many shades to this thing that I thought was just one thing. This is a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, a TV anime that's not around anymore. But it might come back someday with part seven. We don't know. And while JoJo is not on air or on Netflix or whatever it is now, it's apparently an online net animation. We're watching other animations. And this week 
in our ongoing effort to uh, stay contingent, to to be dedicated to uh, another show, we're watching more of Paranoia Agent. This is our third episode on the series. We're going to be summarizing and talking about our feelings on episodes 7, 8, and 9 of Paranoia Agent, which is available on Crunchyroll. It is the brainchild of Satoshi Kon and animated by Madhouse. The same team up did Millennium Actress, Perfect Blue, Tokyo Godfathers, Paprika, and more. Um, do we have any emails? I don't think we do, right? You can uh, see... Your subscription to Paramount Plus has been canceled. Yeah, I was wondering how you'd, uh, how you'd feel about that. Um, I did enable Paramount Plus but I have apparently used my personal email address, so I said, fuck it, I'm using the JoJo one to be able to watch some of the Super Bowl. Um, unfortunately, I really can't watch football. I don't care. Uh, we did watch the halftime performance. Miles, did you, did you catch the halftime? I did not. But it's Usher. It's your favorite. I do love Usher, but I was, I was deep into editing, Mark. Oh, wow. I was in his Ed- own. Editing what, for the listeners who don't know? Editing another podcast that I'm doing. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Should we promote your podcast on this podcast? I don't see why not. Okay. There's one episode out. It's called Good Baby, Bad World. It's a podcast in which I talk to my friend Anna, who wants to have a kid, but is scared of how bad the world is. Mm. Um, and I guess the idea is that I slowly convince her <laughs> to have a child. <laughs> well, the nice thing is that if she does get convinced or convinces herself of like, yes, that you don't have to end the podcast right away. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, that's true. There's a whole lot. Uh, there's a whole lot you can still talk about. That's a very serious description, but it's more lighthearted than that, I think. Yeah, you're not you're not really like I heard the first episode and I was disappointed to find that you guys did not do like serious research to have a formal debate about whether or not the earth is good and worth contributing to. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I was really hoping for more of that cuz I still don't know. I we Jackie and I already have a kid, but I still don't know if it was the right thing to do. Me neither. Turn uh, it turns out I actually like the kid too much that it was the right move. It's the right move. Yeah, that's a good point. It was the right move for you. Yeah, uh, I'm just uh, I'm just selfish. I just our like kids this little are on baby. Their own. <laughs> yeah, I can, What age are you gonna turn to your kid and be like, "I'm gonna be"? I have no idea, like about anything about like if any of us should exist. I don't know how to be happy. I don't know what we should be doing. When are you gonna tell him? If he doesn't realize, then. I'm not being honest with him. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm. I think he should he should be able to tell pretty early on. Okay. Miles plans on hiding no secrets from his No, kid. I just think it'll be like plainly obvious that I have no idea what I'm doing and I don't <laughs> have any answers for him. That's crazy because I remember asking my dad as a kid, I was like, how come adults don't make mistakes and do stupid things like kids do? And he's like, we do. You just don't see it. 
And then I got older and I was like, my dad makes tons of mistakes. I fuck shit up. Not as bad as I do. Let's move on. Folks, if you want to support this show that so far is 99% not about anime, but will be, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod where you can support us for as little as $1 a month. That's almost $0 a month if you think about it. It's really not much money at all, but it does help us out if a bunch of you do it at the same time. And some of you are doing that. That gets you access to our Patreon feed, which includes Miles' song recommendations, the occasional bit of cut audio from the main podcast feed, and anything else we feel like putting up there. But more importantly, it supports us. You can also give us $3 a month, which is still a very a very modest amount of money. Uh, and that gets you a heartfelt thank you out loud from us, the podcast host, which we'll do in a moment. Uh, there's also a very special tier that we don't recommend doing monthly, but for one month, if you pledge 15 bucks to us, we'll do a podcast episode about the anime of your choosing. Uh, you know, I think we've never really phrased this properly, but I'm, what I mean is 15 bucks gets us to watch three episodes of the show and do a podcast about those three episodes. We're not actually doing an episode about the entirety of the anime. You cannot convince me to watch 26 episodes of something for $15. You're going to have to add some zeros to that. <laughs> but sometimes we continue shows. Like we continued Paranoia Agent. And another... Oh, that wasn't Patreon, was it? I don't know. Uh, that, that missing, that mystery one. A bunch. Anyway, patreon.com slash jjbpod if you want to help us out or hear us react to some episodes of an anime that you like. Let's say thank yous. So thank you to Gen X Anime Dad. And Chad. Colin. Clit Rocket. Shun Goon. Hentai Homie. I love Jojo Woo Woo. Daniel. Dalton. Soliloquy. Kasun. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Aura. Kenne. Mirror Man. The Stand User, formerly known as Austin. Tim. Martin. Aquosis. Christian. And Chad. Thanks, Yay. everybody. Yeah, thank, thank you all thank you. for supporting the show. Um, Patreon.com slash JJBpod. Go there now. Do it. Ba -ba 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 -ba. All right, where we left off in Paranoia Agent, I don't have all the details, but I know that at the end of episode six, they have realized there's a legit Bat Boy and there's some attacks that don't seem to have featured the Bat Boy they've apprehended. Kozuka, I think his name is. And they confront uh, the first quote-unquote victim, the one who's a designer. And they're like, she's an artist. There right. was no attacker. And she faints. Yes. She does a tactical faint. Perhaps. You think it was tactical? I don't know. What is the likelihood that you would just faint because someone says something that's upsetting or not true? It shot you. Yeah. I don't know. I 
think I would be more like, no, what do you mean? You know, I would freak out. I wouldn't faint. Okay. You might faint. I don't know. I don't know. All I have to go on in my judgment of other people is what would I do? You know, that's all I really know. You're the only person. I would faint if I stood up too fast. That's when I faint. Maybe she stood up too fast. Oh, maybe that's, yeah, it's completely unrelated. Also, she hit herself on the, or whatever, she got hit on the head with a bat. Like, I don't know, maybe she just faints. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, maybe she has a new problem. My first note for episode seven is there is a wonderful drawing of a lucky cat. Oh. Of the beckoning Maneki Neko cat. I did not notice that. Very detailed and I liked it. Um, she's like sick in her house or whatever. It's because she fainted. Um, oh, this is where there's the, the cops candle. are there. There's the yeah, candle. the candles flickering and the there's a storm going hard. And Mark was like, "This looks like shit." Because <laughs> it was flashing, it was flickering in a way where I was like, "Is something wrong with the image?" And I hated yeah. the flickering. And yeah, the storm just sounded like bad noise on the soundtrack. Yeah. And I was like, "What is this? A bootleg?" But it wasn't a bootleg, dear listener. It was mm. style. Yeah. Um, the police hear that uh, another woman was struck in a similar way, apparently, but they think that they caught their people. So they're like, nah, this case is closed, you know. Um, there's also, they keep cutting to this guy in front of a computer radio thing. Do you know what I think that is? Which we never find out what that is, right? In the three episodes. I think we kind of do. Do we? Okay. I think it's what Maniwa turns into, maybe. The detective, one of the detectives. Mm. I think he turns into that. And also, I like to believe that it's a guy who has a podcast. Mm. <laughs> but what's he potting about? He's potting about Bat Boy and his conspiracy theories about Shonen Bat. Mm. I think he's like an Alex Jones who's actually correct about this weird conspiracy. Did they have podcasts in 2004? Oh, four maybe, honestly. It was the 2000s when they started. Um, I guess you could argue that a podcast is really just like a radio show no one airs. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like a one-man show or something, but I don't know. There's a lot of computers making a lot of noise, so it might be a podcast. Okay. Um. Well, okay. The young detective at one point sees a that creepy tiny man. Yeah, he sees that little old man who I guess, he's the old man that does the chalk mm-hmm. in, in a bunch of the show mm-hmm. episodes. Looks like he's writing up equations. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, he just keeps, he, he's like on a conspiracy theory situation. He's like, what is, I need to figure out this bat boy thing. And they, they the girl wakes up, and they find, they try to interrogate her kind of and they're like, Oh no no no! I'm sorry. They're they're t- interrogating the boy who was the Bat Boy copycat, and they're like, "You're just a copycat. You did all the other murders." But he's like, "No no 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 no! I just did two. I didn't do all of them. I just did two. And Wait, what you said? You said you're just a copycat. Yeah. I thought they're saying that like there is no copycat. You did all the murder. You did all. No, the- well, he didn't do the first one. Okay, but I thought they were trying to convince him that he did. No. No, no. they're saying he's a copycat. No, they believe that she, the first victim, did it to herself and then gave a description of a bat boy. And then that kid, like, took that and ran with it. Um, And so he used that. They're they're, they're saying that he used that to attack everybody else. 
but, but, but and and he confesses only to doing two of the murders, not all of them. They're not, not murders, whatever they are. <laughs> Assaults. Assaults. Attacks. Okay, so they they want to get him to all but the first, and he's yeah. saying no. It was just the two that I told you in my weird D and D episode. Yeah. Um. Also, they keep cutting to a weird sequence where they show the victims, and there's like a Japanese paper background. I don't know what that's all about. I don't remember this. They kept showing it. It was just like a, there's like a background and then the victims are, they're flashing. It's like flashing all of them. Okay. I don't know. These episodes are really weird and I like them. Uh, it's not that weird. It could have been weirder, but I like the level of weird. I think when it gets I felt too- impatient on this one. Mm, okay. Uh, in the beginning I did, but then it, it really went weird and I liked that. And then eight and nine, I also liked so the young guy, the young cop is now asking all the victims, was there something that made you feel uh, emotionally cornered before the attack? Um, and he's and, and like, you know, he I think he's kind of running it by his partner and his partner's like, yeah, but who would like who would handpick targets on the verge of a nervous breakdown? Right. Like how would a bat wielding kid? Like, no, know. that someone is, like, having a fucking panic attack or whatever. And can I also just say that a lot of people are struggling, you know what I mean? Just to be like, mm-hmm. oh, these people were on the verge, you know, they were being cornered. It's like, mm-hmm. that's a lot of people. Some people are like that for long periods of time. Yeah. But I don't. maybe this show is going to suggest that eventually they will all be hit with bats. <laughs> um, the young detective finally, like kind of it says the craziest thing where he's like shonen bat is still out there and he appears before people who are having a nervous breakdown oh right he he thinks that it it like it's like it's not like one person necessarily like he can clone himself and appear anywhere and that uh he his connection to this is because the dad that got hit the last victim who um caught the corrupt cop yeah the corrupt cop um, he was on the phone with his daughter and they got hit on by Bat Boy at the exact same time. Yeah. So. Yeah, and he also has this, he has that idea because of that, but also because he starts hallucinating about the little old man, right? And he sees the little old man clone himself. Oh, okay, yeah. And then isn't there a sequence where he's like in the audience somewhere and then he looks around and everybody in the audience is the old man? Is that before he goes to his partner? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like he has cloning uh on the brain and Copies. so I think that he's like oh the bat boy can do this. Mm. Yeah, and so his partner responds by saying, "Uh dude, fill out this form and take a vacation." Like you need yeah, a break. Yeah, he gives him like a time off form, a PTO request. Yeah. Um and the 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 young cop is thinking to himself, "Ah, if we can specify the person who gets cornered, we can nab him. Like if we can figure out who's going to be the person that's like, you know, freaking out or whatever and gonna get hit by bat boy then we can we can catch bat boy and then he realized he's like ah he has an idea and so then he calls someone on the phone and he's like driving really fast and he's like you know uh i don't know he like just convinced he's like guys trust me on this we gotta we gotta go we gotta do this um and they go in to where the fake bat boy kid is being held um but also Meanwhile, that kid basically like the real Bat Boy came and attacked the well, fake Bat Boy. Let me just tell you what they see. Yeah, they come yeah. into either like it's the department or it's like the where they hold where the holding cells are, the little mini jail. 
and they have their guns drawn like they expect to to see something. And then when they go around the corner, they see that the jail cell is open and they see the boy with the bat uh, kind of smiling, holding the bat. And then they tell him to freeze, but he skates away and he skates through a fucking wall. Like yeah, he just he, vanishes. He just kind of skates away and vanishes and they go and they they like they see that it's just a wall like there's no there's, there's nothing there and then one of them notices that in the open jail cell is somehow the same bat boy that they had you know had been holding in custody but he's dead he's bloody up against the wall so it looks like maybe the real spiritual appears to anywhere to anyone bat boy beat to death this like imposter bat boy the one who believes he's like a fantasy video game character but mark originally thought he was a ghost when you watch this when you watch this you didn't realize that there was a real bat boy i think i realized that i shouldn't take notes too much during satoshi Kon uh shows because from looking back and forth i thought that he somehow skated and fell and ended up bloody against the wall mm. like i didn't maintain like geometric uh Contingency. I'm going to say that word a second time on this episode. Okay. Okay. Continuity. Continuity is a better term. But yeah, I just was like, okay, there's Bat Boy skating away. I didn't see that he went through a wall. And then I saw him dead and bloody. I didn't realize that. No, there are in fact two of them, at least to the younger cop. Because I I think we know that the older cop saw the Bat Boy disappear. And Mm -hmm. then there's a dead Bat Boy in the cell. But it's possible that we're mostly seeing the young cop's perspective, right? I don't know. They they all said that he disappeared into a wall, though. I don't know, because we just hear, we hear other cops gossiping about this. Yeah, and that's what they say, that he disappeared into a wall. But they also say that the older cop's downfall was teaming up with the younger cop. So maybe it was all the younger cop's ideas about this supernatural bad boy. No, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they don't believe... The story they're telling. Yes. Well, anyway, but sorry. Go ahead. I think it's sad that they detained this boy for so long. Yeah, that's the thing. He he ended up feeling cornered, like he's on the edge of a breakdown. I guess really cornered, and so that's why he gets. But he gets hit to death. Maybe he also was beaten to death because this bad boy was like, "You're not fucking bad boy. I'm a bad boy." He killed them. Bad boy usually doesn't kill them, but but maybe it's because he was in a cell, like he was trapped. Yeah, he I guess. He couldn't go anywhere. I guess that's possible. I'm trying to think if we've seen him attack people in like a small area. Mm-hmm. It's usually out in the st- on the street. Yeah, I can't remember all the attacks, but um, yeah, and it's interesting. They then like sort of through this gossiping, they, they show a montage of the detectives packing up their stuff because they've been fired. Um, and they And the way that they report this when they're like oh did you hear they're like that boy they had in custody killed himself which brings up questions to me i have to think the term the idea that it was suicide is like a partial cover-up because you don't commit suicide by hitting yourself in the stomach with a bat a lot i don't think that's a viable form of suicide that people do um i i wonder if maybe the cop the like the the top brass think these detectives beat him to death and they're just Mm. like to not completely hang everybody out. They're like, oh, the kid killed himself. And they fire the cops. I don't know. Cops. Well, the cops resigned. They were forced to resign, I think. Yes. They They're were all bogus. Yeah. Um, and then the at the end of this episode, the young cop 
whispers to the into his radio who Bat Boy really is. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, isn't that what he's doing? He's whispering. He's whispering about like a Bat Boy. He appears at any. Oh, oh okay. he does that. He appears in front of people that are having a nervous breakdown. Like he just releases that out into the world. That he should know. have taken that vacation. Yeah. I mean, Everyone? he probably would have taken the vacation. The 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 imposter bat boy would have been killed, and then he'd come home and get fired. You know. Yeah. Well, that's if you're offered time off, you gotta take it. And if you've got time off to use, use it. Nothing's. Okay. No job is that important. I don't know. Sometimes you're just about to crack the case, and you can't take time off. Screw the family. You easily can. <laughs> it's not like this guy was a murderer. People are getting bonked on the head with a baseball bat. It's a metal bat, though, isn't it? That's true. And that's true. Those are both true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All lived. It's a baseball bat, which is scary, but they're not being killed, which is less scary than being killed. Do you guys want to talk about the most whimsical 30 minutes of suicide-themed television? Yes. That I've ever seen? Has there been... Okay. More whimsical suicides? No. Suicide TV? I don't know. Is MASH ever suicide themed? I just know the theme song mentions suicide being painless. Oh. And I don't believe it. I bet it hoits, as demonstrated in this episode. Uh, so this episode starts with uh, two guys, a uh, older gentleman and a younger overweight, I think, guy, right? A tall man with a long ponytail. Uh, and a, a shorter, older man who has like founding fathers of America haircut. He yeah. kind of looks like he might be on a dollar. Yeah, he and looks they, like Ben Franklin. He looks like Ben Franklin. <laughs> and yeah. they both have um, little backpacks with the character right. um, that the, the, the artist uh, made. What's it? Tsukiko Sagi? Is that her name? Tsukiko Sagi? I don't know. Excel Saga? Is that her name? I don't know. And they're waiting for they're waiting for a third person and it's a woman, they think. Um, but it turns out to be a little girl. Oh um, what? Sorry, is it by this point that they're playing really silly tuba music? No, that comes in a bit. Okay. Um so and we when learn they're that they're to run away from her. They're they're on they're like online friends, um, that we learned that they met online. Um and at first I thought that this was just like they're going to an anime convention or something. They're going to you know, because they all had the backpacks. I thought they were just going to like some fan thing and they were met online because they're all fans of the same thing. Um, like I thought that they were fans of the artist, the, um, you know, whatever. But that wasn't it. We'll find out in a second. But yeah, they kind of, they whimsically run to, around to places and then they try to get rid of the girl because she's too little. She's too young to do what they're about to do. Um... And it turns out, yeah, they're talking about killing themselves together. They all want to commit suicide. Um, they have a suicide club. It's like that movie. Oh, yeah, it from is. From 2001 or whatever by Shion Sono called Suicide Club. It's one of the strangest movies of all time, and I like it a lot. I would rewatch that movie. It's very dark. I'd like to see more Shion Sono. That's the only one I've seen. Mm. But he's done a lot of movies, including one called, I think it's called Anti-Porno. Okay. And I just like that title. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Suicide Club or Jisatsu Sarkuru, I think it's called. Yeah, Suicide Circle. Suicide Circle. And it does feature uh, jumping in front of a train as a method of suicide. Yeah. Or as popular. I like to call it, 
delays on my commute. Yeah. Stop doing that. Um, I'm sorry you're sad. <laughs> so yeah, the guy, the, like they, they're still tra- they tra- keep trying to run away from the girl, but she always catches up to them. It's I, I was like, is she fucking superhuman? Is she the fucking bat boy? Um, she just appears, but um, they they go to like what looks like an abandoned apartment, and they take a bunch of pills and they inhale some smoke or something from like some chemical that they burned, right? It's it's I think it's like a cooking thing or something that they use. They're trying or to some kill kind of heating thing with this thing. Yeah, they're trying to do multiple methods of suicide at the same time. And um, they suck at them. And she ends up in the room with them, even though they boarded up the window. So that's why I was like, is she a fucking ghost? Like, Well, they didn't really do a good <laughs> job, I think, was the implication. Because she could, like, they could still, like, hear her very clearly. Mm. So I was like, oh, this place probably isn't really sealed. And, yeah, so they try to do smoke inhalation and sleeping pills. But she ruins the smoke inhalation thing because she breaks her way in. Mm. Um, because, again, I don't think they, like, really solidly boarded up. And then, like, the sleeping pill thing is, like, never really addressed. I guess they just didn't take enough or... I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, And it turns out that the place that they're in is getting demolished. So that's not going to work for them. And they're like, we should try again another time. And then um, they're like, well, jumping in front of a train is the quickest way if you don't care about the consequences. Um, and You should so, care about the consequences. But maybe like, I you don't. don't. I don't care that I'm messing up everybody else's commute. Um, so they go to do just that. And the the two men are like, okay, we'll do it in a single file. And before you, before the second guy jumps, um, you push the girl away and then jump. So that way she doesn't, because they don't, they don't want her to die as part of this. They just want to enjoy their suicide together. They want to enjoy it. <laughs> um, and then when they're about to do it, a different guy jumps before they get the chance to jump. Yeah. And I don't know why they don't just also jump, but I guess they, they were like, who the fuck is that guy? I don't want to suicide with him. Um, well, the train stops. Yeah. Yeah. And the train stops. Um, and he, it's not a pretty way to go. His body's all fucked, but then like he gets up and walks away. Yes. And, <laughs> well, he gets up and walks away, but I, I believe it's implied that only the long-haired, mm. the the middle guy, the tall guy, he's the only one who sees it. So I believe this establishes the idea that there are ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, also, because before this attempt, they're talking, every time they do a new attempt, because there's going to be a few, they show them talking about it on their little message board. Mm-hmm. And this t- after the first time, this guy Fox keeps talking. It's like a new person that, mm-hmm. that is not any of their usernames. And then when someone jumped in front of the train, I thought that was going to be Fox because uh. he was so gung-ho about it. And so I thought it was really funny to see his name again mm. when they talk about the next one. I'm like, wait a minute. Who's this guy who's also not killing himself? What are these guys doing just talking online the whole time? Mm. So they're like, oh, it's hard to die, isn't it? Um, <laughs> and they, they grow up. It's dark, but it's funny. The way they do it is funny. Yeah. Um, they throw out some other ideas, but they get rejected. Um, one is jumping off a building. One is drowning. One is eating cigarettes. And the little girl was like, ew, that is disgusting. This is also a little bit Groundhog's Day. Why? At a point in Groundhog's Day, the Bill Murray character just keeps trying to kill himself in different ways. Oh. And he recaps it at one point. He says, I have been shot, stabbed burned mm. drown all stuff 
all the stuff. Um, well, the little girl mentions that she's always wanted to, that she, she has, she wants to take a long train ride. Um, and they're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's take a long train. Let's go somewhere far in a train. And so they're like, yeah, let's go on a train. And then they have a nice fun ride looking at, she's, and the little girl's looking out the window like, wow, look at the mountains. Look at the sea. Like, she's all excited. Um, and they go, yeah, I guess they, they go really far. They go out into like the mountains. They, they, um, they, they almost die in the mountains where, um, they want to go kill themselves in, in on a mountain. Yeah. Which almost feels like a reference but to, they, like almost fall off a cliff at one point. Oh no, yes. that's, that's when they try to hang themselves. So they try to hang themselves, but the branch breaks. Yes. They try to hang themselves in a forest that's on the mountain or near the mountain. I thought maybe this was a reference to Aokigahara, which is like a shady forest where a lot of people have killed themselves in Japan. I think it might be at the base of Mount Fuji, but this is coming from the guy who thought Nihao Ma meant, have you eaten? <laughs> mm. Miles is laughing. Sad mountain. The mountain itself, I don't know if it's sad, but Aokigahara forest is sad. It's a okay. sad forest. Um... Let's see what else they they survive all this, um, and they're talking in like a hotel, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Fox was killed by a shonen bat." It turns out he that Fox was the imposter bat boy kid, right? Yeah, who was killed. I was also really, by the way, really surprised that they killed a kid in this show. Oh um, really? Yeah, I was surprised that that they actually killed that. Bat I was boy delighted. Imposter. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's a really dark show. Um, but yeah, they're, this they're just all... seems like a nice trip that they're taking, though. I wouldn't want to die after taking a nice trip like that. I kept hoping that would be the conclusion that they'd be like, you know what? Life is worth living if you're just trying new stuff with your friends. But that's not where they go. No. Yeah. So they're happy Shonen Bat got to die. Well, not Shonen Bat, the kid, the their friend, Fox, got to die. Um, and they talk about how Shonen Bat can appear anywhere at any time. And they're like, no, 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 that's a rumor. They're like talking about it. And they're like, he should have come to us already. Yeah, we've been in a corner before, like, or whatever. And we've been. But then uh, it turns out he's attacking someone else. And they hear that. And then when they see him attacking someone else, they're like, hey, show him back. Come kill us. And they like, please kill us, please. Please, pretty please. And so they, they chase after him. Um, And he runs away. And they're like, wait for us. So that's kind of silly. And then the next morning, they are—I don't know, man. They've—they've they've tried to kill themselves so many different times. Um, and the old guy, I believe, has some leftover pills that they don't know what hat what it. So this this was interesting because when they first run away from the little girl, mm. we see the old man holding a thing that has one pill and he goes my last pill mm-hmm. and then i think he takes it in that scene if he doesn't then then never mind anything but i thought he took the pill in that scene and then he does it again here mm. further into the episode miles do you remember if he takes the pill the first time the first time they see the pill i i feel like they do it in the that abandoned house Okay, because I know they take a bunch of like pills out of a, out of out of jars, but yeah, okay. Because I thought this was a hint about 
what's happening in this episode. Well, I don't really understand, but it seems like they they were already dead. Yeah. I think I don't know when they already died, when they actually died, but yeah, and and the way we really get the deal sealed is because they're all like walking back into the city, right? Mm-hmm. And they're passing uh three girls getting their photo taken. Mhm. And it's very funny how they all pose perfectly behind the girls at the same time. I laughed out loud at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as they continue on and they don't pay attention to the girls, when all the girls go over to check the photo, they look genuinely horrified. They're like, what is that? Mm-hmm. What's that behind us? Um, instead of like, a, oh, some people photobombed us. We knew that. We heard them. It's like, no, they just got the hint of some ghost-like figures behind them in the photo. Um, and then I think it just sort of fades out while we see them like walking down the street. So, yeah. yeah. And maybe that's why Shonen Bat was afraid of them. Yeah, maybe. Shonen Bat was afraid. Well, he ran away. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You're right. I think that might be true at the uh, at the hot spring. Yeah. Um, I uh, I am I crazy? What was the significance? Do you think? Because the the episode ends with the shot of the condom machine that says "Happy Family Planning." Oh yeah. I don't know what that was about, and it was also like. Is it suggesting that they're a family anyway, even though they're not biologically linked or something? I don't know. And they're dead. Is it just a morbid sort of like, I don't know. Everyone you know is going to die. I don't know. It was was weird. Um, The purpose of this episode was to tell us more about, like to basically tell us that fake Shonen Bat kid really wanted to die anyway, so don't feel too bad about it. (laughs) Well, also I think this, this episode is to just show that there's supernatural elements for real. Yeah. There are ghosts That's and shit. True. This is not a real world with science. I mean, it is, but also there's this crazy ghost shit. I already thought that, though. Yeah, something kooky's going on. Yeah. Um, Miles, you, you're aware of baby cakes, right? Yeah. I am baby cakes. We are baby cakes. We are the world. Okay. What is that? I felt like, especially the old man with his like no pupil eyes, but this, there's a scene when they're all crying in this episode and they all look really weird. Like their faces are weird shapes and for a minute it looks like baby cakes. Okay. Baby cakes is, is what? It's a series of flash animations online by Brad Neely, is it? Yes. Uh, and some of it is very funny, even now. I saw a, a clip of one the one where it's like Thanksgiving or something, and he talks about how his grandpa calls his dad a nothing master. Mm-hmm. And that line got me really good. There's a lot of funny stuff. It became a TV. I think Brad Neely, he got to the level of an Adult Swim television show, which featured some of those characters. Yeah, it was a thing. It's like an internet thing that became an Adult Swim thing. If he became like a Nazi or something, we don't know. We didn't know about that, and we're sorry. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Some of the characters look like fucking baby cakes characters at a certain point. Brad Neely, write in and tell us what you're up to. Yeah, tell us your politics. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought when he goes to take his, when he's like, "Oh, it's my last pill," I was like, "Oh, he's in like a time loop because he's a ghost." But for all I remember, for how much I remember incorrectly, I wonder if he never actually took the pill in the first place. 
Um, but it's it's eerie. I like that. Like it's already like a morbid episode, and you're sort of like, is it gonna happen? Is it not gonna happen? And then there's like a spooky twist where it's like, no, they're ghosts. I think they're dead by before before they try to jump on the subway, right? Because they that because the guy sees the subway guy as a ghost. So I think they're already dead at that point too. Hmm. They don't just don't realize it yet. They're still trying to kill themselves, and they don't realize that they're already dead. But they. Do you think that they're also talking to Fox on the internet? Are they able to use the mm. internet forums? Because are they talking to Fox after that? I guess like I don't. I know they're talking to Fox before that. I think they talk to Fox. Yeah, they talk to him afterwards, or we at least see messages from Fox. Okay, but I don't ghosts could probably use computers. Otherwise, a lot of copy pastas are invalidated. Every reply guy is a ghost. What? Yeah, that's cool. I also kept thinking the old guy died. Like when he fell asleep on the train, I was like, he's dead. Yeah. He's gotta be, but he wasn't. And when they, uh, he gets bonked on the head later on too. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of twists in this episode. A lot of fake outs, a lot of twists, a lot of ghosts. All right. This last episode, I think is entirely, let me make sure it's entirely this. It's pretty much entirely this group of women in front of an apartment complex gossiping about uh, uh, rumored shonen bat sightings. Yes, and this doesn't this feel like these are all like discarded episode ideas? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like I they had a bunch that. of ideas that were like a little too far out there and they were like, fuck it, let's throw it into an episode. And I love it. I think it's great. Like a, um, what is it, twenty. 20- Two stories about Springfield, that episode of The Simpsons. Oh, I vaguely remember that, but yes. Um, this episode made me realize that it's my dream to just be in a circle of people who just talk shit about everyone around them. Why? I just think it's funny. It's fun to be mean about people behind their back. <laughs> I, like, I realize that it's something I enjoy. And as I was watching, I was like, I want to be a part of this group. Maybe they're also ghosts and that's what you have to do. Because ghosts can talk the most shit. Oh, they're okay. mostly just making shit up to, to, yeah. to impress each other. <laughs> like some of those stories might have been actually true. But then I think like some other, uh, some other women got like felt left out. So they wanted to, they wanted to make up a. Uh, stories and then the last girl they just didn't believe i bet all her stories were true but they didn't believe her there's no they, way they there was a bat boy in the in the womb yeah <laughs> the crazy. bat boy in the womb i think many of them were were maybe all of them were yeah fake. i think like maybe one of them was feasible all right let's take a look at all the ones i wrote down um let's see oh yeah the one where equations keep falling out of his nose there's this kid who he he uh he was super stressed out because he was studying a lot and uh, like the different like pi r squared and stuff kept coming out of him. Yeah, like he would, for, he like was cramming so much info, studying so hard. That when he sneezed, everything like just fell out of his brain. He would just lose like little facts. So like, yeah, y squared equals a to the power of x, whatever the fuck would fall out of his face. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then he he's he's like, oh, can I be excused? He goes to the bathroom at school, and Bat Boy is there, and 
uh we don't really see what he's like throwing up equations and like a guy comes into the men's room and it's just full of equation like just it's like ma- little math. piles of black characters like yeah a ton oh also every time someone tells a story they're like I, I didn't actually write this down but they everybody they always say the same thing like okay but you can't tell you anyone you want I I won't say I won't say yeah, yeah I won't tell anyone yeah and they they do something with their hands to like show that they're they're like absolutely not I'm not gonna tell anybody um and the outsider woman does a different hand motion by the way I really? noticed that she's like she has a mole she does like a different hand motion from the rest of them she's like the outsider the whole time it's funny well, in the beginning, they're like, oh, did you hear about that Shonen Bat thing? And she's like, oh, what, the thing that happened at the spa? And I thought, like, it's like, oh, she knew about the what what we saw in the last episode when Shonen Bat killed some guy at a spa or whatever. Um, but anyway, but they're like, no, shut up. You're not from around here, so you don't know. Um, and anyway, okay, yeah. So the next one is the mother-in-law murder. Uh, so the mother-in-law who's really mean to her daughter-in-law. Um that's kind of like the short of it the daughter-in-law like <laughs> at one point calls like she's this mother-in-law is just like really mean and the daughter-in-law calls her husband at one point and she's like you gotta come home early for my birthday please i can't take it anymore with this woman um because she like she really gives her a hard time and her husband works late so it's just like she's just stuck with her mother-in-law who's living with them she's um, terrifying this mother-in-law yeah um and uh yeah, then um, on her birthday, the mother-in-law gives her a gift and it's like stuff for the kitchen and like, she's like, okay, now you can make some fish balls. First you have to do, like she just yeah. gives her like the fucking recipe. She gives her like, the instructions. Just like gives her a chore to do. Um, and so this daughter-in-law is mad as hell. She's not going to take it anymore. Um, and then Shonen Bat rings the doorbell and attacks the mother-in-law instead well, of like, because it seemed like the girl was going to like that's the last straw. Like it seemed like she was going to attack the mother-in-law, but then the mother-in-law got the door and it was shown in bat and he hits her. You're missing a funny detail. Which okay. Is, yeah. They're arguing and it seems like it's about to be a fight. Then they hear the doorbell and they both run to the door because they think it's going to be the, the husband. The husband and, yeah. they, and they're both, uh, they're both ready to cry. They're both ready to be like, Oh, she's being mean to me. They both want to <laughs> be the first one to tell him their <gasps> version of the story. That's funny. But then they open the door and it's, it's shown in bat. Yeah. He's like, uh-uh, motherfucker. I'm not your husband. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And then later on, some- Or just hit you and you'll- Later on, one of them is like, wait, that doesn't make sense. What? Like, the mother-in-law didn't feel cornered. The one who was snapping was the daughter-in-law. Shouldn't she be the one that gets hit? But anyway. Yeah. These stories don't really check out that much. But they're fun. The young lady- the, the Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the one I like the most, but there's one more before it. Okay, well, I'll the, keep going. Uh, the womb one. Okay, this is the womb one. So the young lady is like, oh, I heard a story. And they're like, yeah, 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 tell us, tell us. And so uh, it's at a woman's clinic. There's a woman who's three weeks pregnant via IVF. Um, For some reason, the doctor has to tell her we provide evidence-based medicine, which like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about this. And that is a term. I was wondering if like, I don't, maybe in certain regions of Japan, they have to be like, we don't do traditional medicine. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they used the wrong sperm and the wrong egg for this IVF. They just made her a surrogate. They just made her a surrogate. Yeah. I don't know how you even do that. Um. Just, you just keep everything in like a pile. And the doctor is like sweating, like, don't. 
tell anyone. <laughs> He's like, burn all the files. Yeah, because like, what do you even do at that point? I don't know. I you mean, just tell her and you, you tell her, and then yeah, and then you take it out. Um. Well, they don't tell anyone, and the doctor is sweating for like every appointment. And she's like, she comes in and she's like, the baby's moving by. Like, like anytime that something weird happens, he's like, it's your baby, you know, it's your baby. So it's going to be fine. Um, but then one day she comes and she's like, the baby's moving violently. And it, they're like, oh no, what's wrong? Let's look in the ultrasound. And it's, the baby has a fucking bat. <laughs> yeah, the silhouette <laughs> of the so baby funny. is Shonen Bat Baby. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It. Shonen Baby. <laughs> baby Bat. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, that can't be real. Your husband's a script writer. Why? Like, shouldn't you be able to make a better story than that? This is really rude, by the way. I don't think being someone's spouse means you should be better at stories. Get out of here. Yeah. Let her suck on her own. Maybe he sucks. Keep being mean. Being mean is good. Oh my God. Miles. Dark Miles. (laughs) Uh, this next one is, uh, there's a boy and a girl the girl is in a wheelchair and the boy they like they love each other they're in a relationship um she's in a wheelchair she's sick i think she has cancer what does she have something she has dying to death disease yeah she's she's mm-hmm. dying when she, when she was in a wheelchair i thought it was just oh she like is in a wheelchair but no it's just like she's she's sick she's weak she's going to die and um, it's like a sweet little like, oh, do you remember the day we met? And she's just like, she's like, I'm going to die, but I'm happy I got to live with you and whatever. Um, and she's like, when those when those leaves fall, I'll die. And those there's like leaves outside her window, like hanging from like a vine on on the house. And it's it's autumn. It is autumn. So leaves are actively dying. So she's like, when the last leaf leaf falls, I will die, which like. You don't know that. You don't know that. <laughs> She's basically like, I'll give up when I see all these leaves gone. Um, it's going to be soon is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go any day now. I'm um, ready to let go of the rope. <laughs> so he works all night painting a leaf onto the house so that she lives forever, I guess. <laughs> it's the leaf that's opposite her her little building. So she can always see a leaf hanging on. Yeah. Um. But then it's like morning and he looks and she's looking out the window and like sees that he's painting. But also Shonen Bat is in her house, in her apartment. And he kills her, I guess. And then I think the guy, the boy falls off his ladder or something. Yeah, he falls off his ladder in shock at seeing Shonen Bat and he dies from the fall. Yeah. And the ladies point out that this is apparently an existing like story. Yeah, it seemed like it was when she was like, wait a minute, that sounds odd. This is already and also like the girl, like, why would Shonen Bat go after that girl? He's not the Grim Reaper. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're feeling cornered by death or something. No, but she was happy. She was like ready to let go. Anyway, Miles, this is your favorite story. The baseball one? Mm. Okay, the baseball story is your favorite one. Okay, when is that coming up? That's like the one of the last ones is the baseball one. Um, let's see. So yeah, they're like, there's something strange about this story. That's a famous one. Um, and then someone else is like, oh yeah, speaking of famous, I know of one. Yeah, and then this is the baseball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. Oh shit! What there's was like what, a pitcher you, on the you, mound? You tell me about the baseball one. 
yeah, there's a pitcher on the mound in a baseball game, and I guess it's the last inning, and he just has to get one more out, and the infielders huddle in, and they tell him to pitch one way. I forget what they do, but basically... They all tell him different stuff. Some say low inside, some say high inside, some say low outside, some say high outside. So it's literally like four different quadrants, and the speed is different, too. Every single suggestion. Because even the outfielders have opinions. Mm. Right, because they want him to like throw a bean ball so that the ball they can they can catch it out. But like mm. the pitcher is getting increasingly nervous, he's sweating and sweating, and the person who's up to bat turns out to be Shonen Bat. <laughs> um, and I think I think the the skeptical housewife is like, "What? How could you? How could you have heard what they were talking about on the mound?" Yeah, they just they're like, "No, shut up." Yeah, and they're like, wait, like, and also you you would have seen that on TV if that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, I did some Googling, guys, about the leaf story, the, the sick girl leaf story. I want to tell you that I typed in boy, girl, sick, leaf, fall, paint. My first results were just how to paint leaves. Okay. Um, but it turns out that the last leaf is a story by O. Henry. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more details to it, but it is like a girl is sick and a, a painter paints a leaf for her because she's like, when the last leaf falls, I'll go. Uh, so he paints a leaf, but he gets pneumonia because mm. he was outside in the cold painting for so long. But she Aww. lives because she was like, yeah, that leaf that just wouldn't die on the painting. It taught me that I can't give up. It gives me hope. Aww. Yeah. But oh, Henry's stories, a lot of them are like, and then the fucking dumbass died isn't that uh, miles it's been a long time since i read oh henry it was like eighth grade for us the grim reaper had to take somebody oh henry also had a famous baseball story right is that casey casey at at the bat casey is that oh henry (laughs) is that oh henry am i wrong oh no i'm wrong casey at the bat it's not oh henry it's ernest thayer okay well fuck him um yeah, O. Henry has some stories that are that are like that that are uh, that have like a whimsical but kind of dark ending. I don't. He did he write for newspapers? I don't know. He wrote short stories, and they still have awards named after him. And he was from North Carolina. Oh, North Kakalaki. Yeah, Miles, go to like an O. Henry museum and and tell me if he was a funny guy. Okay. Um. Also, um. While I was looking up stuff, uh, Reddit is in the middle. Reddit's R anime is doing a 20th anniversary rewatch of Paranoia Agent. Mm. And like literally, like they're, as of tonight, they're watching episode 10. So ah. they, they like just had episodes eight and nine, which we just talked about. In episode eight, they think that the the suicide club has been dead the entire time. Mm. And some people think there's proof that some characters don't have shadows. Mm. Um, but I'm sorry, we also still haven't finished nine, so we can go back to how episode nine ends. Yes. So we get through the baseball story, and then someone else tells a story about a guy who's a boxer, and he has to make weight or something, but he keeps seeing different foods that he punches. Yeah, he's like, like he he's being piece, tempted by food. He's just like walking down the street and he sees a piece of cake and he punches it. And then he is walking down the street some more and he sees a big plate of assorted sushi just like lying in the alley. And so he punches it 
And then he says, uh, sees a hot plate of something sitting on top of a car. It's like a hot plate of something. I don't know what it is. And it's sitting on top of a car. So he punches it. And then he sees Bat Boy. And Bat Boy has a whole fucking meal in, on like a dinner table. It has a bunch of stuff on it. And he's happy, I guess. And that's it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he becomes fat. And the the reason they're telling the story is because they see him and they're like, what happened to him? And then I think there's a bunch that I didn't bother to write because at this point it was just too much. I wrote down Shonen Bat got a man suffering from starvation. Shonen Bat coming out of the water. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Shonen Bat got a starving man and a man who was refusing food. Yeah. That's interesting. Politician guy is like, call Shonen Bat and he comes and hits the guy. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It seemed like there was, I thought it was a mafia guy, but he was a politician. And then the women are like, how would you know what, the, how do you know this politician? Like, how did you get yeah. this? How did you know this story? Um, and then she tries again and she tells a story of a NASA ship and it spells I love you. Like there's like a, a it's launch. It's basically the Challenger explosion. And it spells I love you and then Shonen Bat shows up and it's really weird and she keeps trying to tell stories and they're really bad. <laughs> they don't get any better. Um, and she's, um, I, and I was like, oh, they're going to make her feel cornered because she can't tell a good story. And then Shonen Bat's going to come and hit her. But that's not what happened. Instead, she goes home and her husband is bleeding on the floor. And uh, I'm like, oh man, no one's going to believe what happened. It's going to be like the boy who cried wolf. She's going to try to tell people that it's Shonen Bat and no one's going to believe her. But yeah, um, he tells her that it was Shonen Bat and she's just like happy. And she's like, how did it happen? Like she wants to. It's like, oh, I'll finally have a real story. She has a real story, yeah. But it's your your husband. <laughs> so And she's not calling the ambulance. Yeah, he's either. like, uh, could you call an ambulance? She's like, tell me how it happened. Um, and that's how it ends. And then we see um an over view uh, overhead view of the buildings, and it says ETC is the shape of the building. So apparently uh, there's acronyms like are all over this show. Episode seven is MHZ for megahertz because of all the computer equipment. They mentioned EBM in this episode as well which is weird um but basically when you see words at the end of the episode that's what the condoms are too where it says happy family planning that's the name of episode eight Mm -hmm. because it's a joke they're a happy family and they're planning something but they're planning death Mm. uh and yeah the buildings shape etc which to me means like and here's all our other ideas for paranoia agent right so that's why like these are the extra stories the etc did I convince you? Uh, yeah. Or maybe it's etc. Like here are all the stories people are going to tell each other about Shonen Bat. I I'm don't know. Leaning more toward your explanation that these are the the extra the stray stories. And yeah, looking at footage of uh, episode eight, there's like that weird scene where they're they're at like a tennis court or something, and there's this big 3D shot. And it looks like the old man is like realizing something. And it, it appears that he's noticing that the girl does not have a shadow. So he knows there are ghosts. Too. I missed that. Me too. Like seeing a screenshot of it, I was like, I don't know. But watching it in motion, yeah. That's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah. These were, I thought these were good episodes. I know that we're not getting closer to the mystery here but i think with satoshi Kon, we knew this was not going to be a straightforward whodunit type of show 
And it's an entertaining sidetrack as we throw out the rules of conventional uh, detective story type shit. Okay, that's fine. But you got that thing that I, I do get this feeling of impatience, right? Where uh, like it takes side stories and you're like, no, what's happening to the main characters? That's how, that's how you were, Miles? Yes, but Nine cured me of that. Oh, okay. Because I was like, this is so wacky. I love it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. Jackie, how did you feel about these three? They're fun. But I was also just like, after which one? After episode seven, I was like, how many more episodes? Like, aren't we almost like figuring this out? Like, I thought I was like, we already figured this out. Why do we need so many more episodes? So it feels like the the eight and nine were fun, but they were kind of fillery, you know? Um, but they are fun, so I'm enjoying it still. Yeah, I'm just well, like, I mean, they like it stopped out. being kind of like a mystery, and you know, they kind of took a pause on the mystery suspense, um, like psychological thrillery stuff to be more of a comedy like a dark comedy situation with the episode eight and nine yeah i just yeah i feel like it nailed it i was laughing (laughs) um and i think um on both episodes not just the the darker one um they're both i mean the ending of episode nine is dark too you know that she's happy that her husband is is was attacked that's true um but not as dark. That's just one person. Mm. Um, who was probably a bad guy, I've decided. Screenwriter, ew. <laughs> um, Get a real job. Yeah. But yeah, I like it, and I don't know. It's like, on one hand, I feel like, ah, you're cheating by doing metaphysical, supernatural shit instead of, like, figuring out what's happening. But I could, I was getting hints that, like, th- this can't be a regular answer this can't just be like it was this guy hitting people with bats and it was a copycat and that's all there is to this universe Mm. so i kind of i don't know i kind of expected this type of direction to happen and i'm okay with it yeah which is the opposite of how i feel about true detective season four so far i like it though i want the night land the night country i want to like it but i keep not doing that for a few reasons. And one of them is like, this is just supernatural and it doesn't have to be exactly the same as the other ones. Some of the other seasons actually sucked. Uh, but they all like flirted with the idea of supernaturalness and never really did it. And I'm watching this, I'm like, this is fucking ghosts. Mm. Um, but in both cases, neither shows win or lose based on their commitment to you know being a good detective story or having logic that the audience can deduce uh in a rewarding way and paranoia agent even when it's moving a little sideways it's enjoyable so i like it all right fine uh, we may watch more of this next week. We may have a Patreon pick. I have to knock on some doors around town and say, please. We should finish we- it. We're almost done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we definitely should. Alms for the podcast is what I say outside their doors as I'm shivering, despite it being like 50 degrees recently. 
Well, to, it's snowing tonight That's and right, tomorrow. It's going to snow tonight. It's going to be Everyone's icy. Everyone's freaking out. I should have gotten bread. Oh, yeah. We need bread. <sighs> Miles, we need bread. Do you have any bread? Do you do you just eat bread normally? Yeah. We're on a bread diet. <laughs> <laughs> we don't drink anything. We just eat bread. <laughs> At For dessert, I cut the crusts off. And it's just right, sweet, well, sweet bread. It's not going to snow here. So. so we can have your bread? Yeah. Okay. I'll bring it over. All right. Thanks for listening, people. You can find us on the internet, not just here in your head. Uh, we're on Twitter, now called X. Hilarious. I got a new phone, or a replacement phone for my broken one. And I was like searching Twitter, like, how the fuck is Twitter not an app coming up? What the fuck is I forgot they made it fucking X. We are at JJB Pod. It's one of the only things you can use that app for now is to hear us announce what the next uh, pod episode is going to be about, sometimes too late. But that's where we do it. And if you follow us, we'd appreciate it. Numbers go up. You get happy. Uh, we also have a Discord that people use to talk to us or to each other or about anime in general. I don't know. The invitation that you can use to join that Discord is in the description of this podcast episode. If you don't know how to find that, too bad. You can also write emails to us that we will read on the air unless they're horrible. You could write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Uh, tell us what we should watch or what we missed in Paranoia Agent or something that we got wrong about the Mandarin language. I don't know. And again, patreon.com slash jjbpod to support this small podcast. We are not professionals. We need your help. We're only eating bread. Etc. You got some miles. You lean forward. What are you going to say? I got. I got to go, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next week when we maybe watch more of this show and maybe not. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye.